Welcome to the Dating Update Podcast, where we explore how to improve your dating life. Because dating doesn't need to be so frustrating. Imagine enjoying the time while finding an awesome relationship so you don't settle. Hosted by your friends at datingupdate.net. Make dating suck a little less today. What's up, updaters? Jeff from datingupdate.net, your dating optimization specialist. And I am excited. I've been wanting to create this type of program for a very, very long time. And if you didn't listen to the previous podcast, please listen to the previous podcast because I'm telling stories of my entire dating journey. Because I've been creating this product, I've been looking into just everything that I've learned over the last 15 years of improving my own dating life, improving clients' dating lives, and I realized I never told my full dating story. I never told some of the stories that that made me who I am, basically, and why and what happened. You get bits and pieces here and there, and... But I've never told it in its entirety. This is what I'm going to be doing now. So that you get a better idea of what actually happened. From not just the, the craziness of when of the podcast, but even before that. Because there's two, three significant transformations I've had in my dating life. One was way before. Way before the podcast was ever started. Way before... The craziness and debauchery, hedonistic times, whatever you want to call it, and like our exploration into being single. What a that that whole time, which is basically the beginning of the podcast to maturing, growing up, and changing, and where we are now. Well, some of us. (laughs) And please check that out. That puts into perspective everything else that I'm going to be talking about now. So leaving off from what I was talking about now, and each segment story, I share one of the biggest things that I learned from that experience. So stay till the end, and then you'll you'll be able to get each piece. So then it won't just be a story. I'll be teaching through my stories because I'm just excited. I'm gonna I'm gonna be doing that for like every section that I've created inside the program. And I'm, yeah, it's, I'm just excited. That's all, that's all I can say. I'm so excited, I don't know what other words to use. Let's get to where, let's continue the, let's continue the story of after we got the book, started implementing, and after, after one of the first girls that like, I was widely attracted to, I just liked after she whispered something in my ear that I'll never forget. If you want to know what that is, <laughs> you got to listen to the, pod, the previous podcast. But let's let's start what happened next. We're gonna fast forward a little bit. I'm waiting outside with friends. This is... It's cold. There's a white horse carriage walking around the parking lot. A lot of people dressed up boutonnieres, suits, 
dresses, corsages, surrounded by just happy people coming in and out and passing us by. I'm sitting on a curb with my friends who are waiting for for my date. She hasn't contacted me the whole day. Actually, she contacted me earlier in the day and said that she's going to be coming from work and she's going to be a little late. So we set a time to meet up. She knows about this. This has been something we've been talking about. She's been excited. I paid, I paid hundreds and hundreds of dollars for these tickets. And you're probably wondering, how am I going to prom in college? So I have close friends who are a year younger than me. So they're seniors in high school right now. And then they came up with the idea, hey, do you want to come to prom? Let's, we'll get you in. It'll be really fun. So then my friends conspired and it was like, okay, we'll get your, he'll take in your date and then uh, she'll take in you. And then it just, it was a couple that I've known for a long time, friends for, 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 for a while. And I was like, cool, this will be fun. I'm dating a new girl. She's cool. I think she'd love this. And then from there, yeah, from there, I was like, okay, cool. This is what I'm going to do. And then we set everything up, planned, and now I'm just sitting on this curb waiting for my date to show up. This is the same girl that, from the previous story, whispered in my ear, and it was going extremely well. We've been, this is probably like the 10th date. We've been hanging out. We've kissed. We've been talking about the future. And... Yeah, one of the first girls that I was widely attracted to that I finally started dating blew my mind. I'm waiting there, and I text her. I call her. No response. No response. I think I was like, okay, maybe she's not out of work yet. And then from there, I... 15 minutes passes by. 30 minutes passes by. 30 turns into... 45 and my friends I feel horrible because my friends are waiting outside with me and they're not able to go inside and enjoy prom yet and I make a decision I'm just like okay she's probably busy I'll just let's just go inside we can probably just come back outside we'll go we'll come and get her if anything, and then we can just explain to everybody. And I was like, okay, cool. We can, we can do that. We'll do that. Because it was, it was hard to just sit there on the curb feeling horrible because my friends couldn't go in yet, making them wait, and then also waiting. And then every girl that came in a dress that had brunette hair, wondering if that was her. Always looking over my back, checking, hoping, wondering. And then in the back of my mind, it's thinking the worst thoughts. It's like, fuck, she's not going to show up. Fuck, this sucks. Why the fuck is she not going to show up? Just thinking, just thinking, just thinking all of those thoughts. And it's like, okay, I'll just give her the benefit of the doubt. Let's just go inside. My friends can have fun. She's running late. I feel bad that she's running late. Hour goes by, two hours go by, 
Three hours go by. Doesn't show up. No communication. Nothing. I just feel like shit. I've been stood up. I've been stood up at prom. Paid hundreds and hundreds of dollars. This was a girl that I was dating. She didn't contact me at all. Didn't say anything. And I was at the I was at prom by myself. Trying to make the most of being stag. And it sucked because there were there were two girls at that prom. They just happened to be their sisters. And I've messed up with them in the past because I tried to date one and then tried to date the other. And things didn't go out well. And then they hated me. <laughs> they hated me for a, for a while. They probably still hate me. And they, I think they found out about it. And then they just stopped talking to me. They happened to be at the prom as well. And seeing their dirty looks, seeing the fact that they probably probably liked the fact that I was there by myself. They probably had no idea that I got stood up. But that made it shitty. That made it so shitty. Because there's girls over there that hated me or had a thorough dislike of me. And I was by myself. I had friends. And then I had friends, and then friends' dates, who were just like, you know, they were cool. They were just, they weren't like, my friends weren't dating those girls, and they were fun. They were like keeping me company, but it still didn't hide the fact that I got stood up. And that's one of like the most horrible feelings to ever feel, is you're, is getting stood up by somebody that you genuinely liked, and you thought it was going well, and you have no idea why. So the next day, obviously, I'm pissed. I'm so pissed. And it's Monday morning. There's this central location where we all hang out. And then she comes down and I see her. And then she comes to talk to me. And inside my head, I was like, she better have a good excuse of why she didn't contact me. Because I also went to go see if I could talk to her after prom. And to see if she was at her house. She wasn't at her house after prom. And then we got out like a one something. She wasn't there. She, and she didn't explain where she was. She didn't do anything. And when she came to talk to me. Well, yeah, when she came to talk to me, she's like, you're probably really mad. I, and I was I just nodded and then I just like where were you and then she's like I got busy I got caught up um, and then she just said a lot of things that didn't make sense to me and she's like you couldn't say anything and she's like well and then she didn't really have anything to say and whatever it was even if it was like something really intense she didn't communicate and that was the end of that I just stopped talking to her after that. Her, what she told me, her story wasn't good enough. It, yeah, it just, I was just like, I'm not, I'm not going to be disrespected from that.
and she didn't tell me what happened that night. She didn't say anything. So then from there, we just parted ways, and then I just never saw her again. I stopped texting her. I stopped just nothing, nothing. Yeah. That was how that ended. And, yeah, it's that's still going to be a feeling that I'll never forget. And I also have that memory. And it's still, like, in those moments, it's having strong boundaries and knowing what you want and what you put up with. And what you want in a relationship and being able to let go of a girl that you were widely attracted to and you thought things were going well. And for me, communication is important. If you can't tell me, you can't be open with me, then it's over. Especially since I got, I got, that was like a significant thing being stood up at prom with no explanation, no real explanation of what happened. Just broad, I got caught up with things. And then she didn't explain. I was like, cool. If you're not going to tell me, that's fine. That's your decision. I'm, I'm moving on from this. So I'm back to square one. Back to square one. So let's jump forward to a happier moment. This is a few months later. I'm buzzed. Because <laughs> we just came from a, a celebration. Uh, a formal a formal event social gathering and it's just a celebration and i'm laying on a bed of the most attractive girl that i've ever met in my life at that moment and she's still one of the most attractive girls that i've ever met in general She's more attractive than the girl that started me on the journey that wanted to get me to buy, to want to buy that product and that book. And she's this drop-dead gorgeous brunette that turns the heads of every guy, girl that she meets. And she's just exciting to be around she's fun and I'm laying in her bed I came over to her apartment laying in her bed right after right after this event so naturally all of these things are going through my head I'm it's crazy that I'm over at her apartment And before I continue the story of what happens next, I want to talk about how I got to that point. And one of the biggest reasons why guys don't improve their dating life is due to a lack of action. A lack of action. And a few misconceptions. It's a lot of beliefs that hold you back. And it's a lack of skills, of knowing what to do. In my case, when I got the book, it was all of that. And what I've found is when you start taking a lot more action and you never took action before, your dating life is going to change dramatically. It's being able to get you to take those actions so that you can change your dating life. 
that's the hardest part. And having the skill set and knowing like the skills of the dating skills necessary to achieve some of that stuff comes in a lot of comes in handy to start building those beliefs. Because your beliefs are what is going to drive your action. Your beliefs drives your thoughts and what you're going to be thinking about. And your thinking is going to be what drives your action ultimately. If you believe you can't do it, you're not going to do it. If or if you believe you you this is stupid, but fuck it, I'll do it anyways. But I'm unattractive, so this is never going to work. And then you do it, and it doesn't work. You're going to be re. re- reinforcing that belief and you're like see this thing's stupid and you only did it once but you also went in in it at with the wrong belief and the wrong thinking so because you did that you also shoot yourself in the foot but that also happens in general so one of the biggest things that i learned throughout this whole process was cultivating and creating the beliefs necessary for me to succeed and reinforcing it with actions and evidence from those actions to help keep moving me forward and keep motivating me. This is something that I call call a courage chain. You want to create a chain of all the beliefs that you have that are necessary to support the goals that you're trying to achieve. You want to think about it as the, all the goals that you want to achieve are at the end of this huge weight at the end of the chain, and that chain is something that you have to create for it to be able to hold up and withstand everything that's, that is going to be put through when you're trying to achieve your goals. In this case, it's going to be dating. So you're going to start have to you're going to have to cultivate certain beliefs and create and re and break down limiting beliefs, beliefs that are holding you back from achieving what you want. And in the process of creating that and in rebuilding this, this is called a courage chain because confidence is overrated. Confidence is overrated. And I say that because you don't need confidence. You need courage. There's going to be times where you don't feel like where you're not confident, where you're, you have fear, you have anxiety, you have everything else that is going on in your head that's going to make you not want to move forward. Your whole body is going to fight change and you're going to have rationalizations of why things don't work. But at the end of the day, if you can get yourself to push through and take action regardless and keep taking action to start reinforcing those beliefs and start gathering evidence to support that, create your courage chain, then you will succeed. It's just a matter of can you pick yourself up when you get rejected or when things get hard and can you keep taking action regardless and there's gonna be a lot of people who feel like they need to be confident to be able to take that type of action i need to feel confident i need to i'm not gonna do it right now because i don't feel confident enough i don't feel like it but courage is taking action despite fear despite laziness despite rejection potential rejection it's being honest with what you want and your intentions inside and taking action regardless of what you'll potentially face of the rejection you may face the the pain that you may face you need to create courage
and then you need to start breaking down all the different beliefs so if you think about a chain and you see all of those little chains or all those little links and you want to think about all of those little links are all the beliefs that you have about dating about yourself if you view yourself in a certain in a certain way you will never be able to truly improve your dating life or you'll never be happy because there's gonna be certain beliefs that you need to change or otherwise you're gonna be in this endless cycle of needing to validate yourself through other people you're seeking their validation and that's how you that's how you feel happy that's what you strive to create and instead of having an internal chain of your own beliefs of your own value you want to also think of your confidence chain as the value that you see within yourself and within this context of the goal that you're trying to achieve so if you're if those chains of and beliefs about yourself are weak those are going to break under the pressure of you trying to hold up the goals and achieve the goals that you're trying to do and it's just going to break and because the chains build off of one another if you have any weak sections of your chain they're gonna fold and break under the pressure so how depending on how big your dating goals will depend on how big your beliefs and how strong they need to be and how you need to create them and how you need to keep reinforcing them through the actions that you take because confidence is overrated courage is what's going to get you to take action despite fear because confidence is a catch-22 to have confidence you need experience but to be to have that experience you need confidence you need confidence to be able to take that action and because you have confidence you can create more confidence because you, you're taking action because you're confident right so it just keeps this endless cycle so if you're not confident you're not going to take action it's just like getting a job i need experience to get a job but if i have no experience i can't get a job so you're stuck in this case courage helps you start her courage is what lets you start to create your courage chain your chain that's going to be holding up all the beliefs and creating the new beliefs that you need to start taking action but courage is what helps you create that chain in the first place it's what helps motivate you and it's what helps you take action despite everything that holds you back because right now if you haven't taken action in this you don't have enough courage you don't have enough courage to go over there and just talk to her dating is relatively simple at the baseline of improving your dating life same with fitness losing weight and getting fit is pretty simple at its core sure there's nuances and technicalities of like what is the best way to like get ripped and what exercises is to use but at the core of it is eat healthier cut back your calories and work out and exercise more very simple right and then you can go into the complexity of like what diet do i use paleo um, ketones and then what types of work exercise how do I isolate my back all of that stuff that gets into the complexity of it but at the high level that's what you're doing dating is the same way dating is relatively simple it's getting yourself to do it that's the hard part go over there talk to her cool go over there ask her out on a date keep asking her out on a date until you get into a relationship it's that's basically it and then we add in the complexities. But if you really believe that you can change it and change and cultivate those beliefs of that you can change your dating life, you have value to add, that women, that you can flirt with women, that whatever other limiting beliefs that you do have, 
you start to rebuild and start to cultivate and start to strengthen with action. That's what I started doing. And that was initially, it was unintentional how I was building my beliefs. But every success that I had started to reinforce, reinforce new beliefs and also break down my old beliefs. And through that whole process of that year, that's what I started to do. And I started to feel confident in myself, confident in my ability to date girls, get phone numbers, and get them to like me and get into relationships. That's what I started to do. So leading up to this, I was already starting to create what I call a courage chain, which is accumulation of all the beliefs that you have and starting to break down all the beliefs that were holding me back to hold up the dating goal of dating, never settling again, and or yeah, not settling again, and dating girls that met my high standard of chemistry and physical attractiveness. From there, now we go into meeting meeting her, and I'm just gonna call her. I'm just gonna call her V. I'm just gonna say V. I, yeah, I'm just gonna use the word V. So this this is she's one of the most attractive girls that I've ever met inside my my in college, like 19 years of living, and I become friends with her. She's in one of my classes. I become friends with her, and this is a big big misconception that a lot of guys have is the dreaded friend zone and being friend zone and not being friends with a girl first and then transitioning to something afterwards I think this is a complete misconception from a lot of guys and there are ways of getting outside of the friend zone and the way that if you're getting friend zoned right now there's a lot of things that you're doing that are putting you in that friend zone because you're not being seen as a person that she could potentially date. You're not being seen as somebody that she grows to like, she's comfortable around, that she has a lot of fun with. If you can't be a if you can't be the guy that she she can see herself dating in the future or just even see herself dating or mess even messing around with, then you're always going to be stuck in the friend zone. You're always going to be stuck in the friend zone. But if you're her friend and she can see you, can see you, can see herself dating you, and she can also grow to see that. I've had this happen multiple times with some of the hottest girls I've ever dated in my life were my friends first. They've done, they've done a study from the University of Texas where they studied mixed attractiveness couples. And what they found was there was a high correlation between the attractiveness between a man and a woman. So they typically would date people around their same attractiveness level. Well, it makes sense, right? But they also studied how long did they know the person before they dated? Were they friends before they dated? And then, so there was a higher link that there would be a difference of attractiveness if they've known each other and were friends before that. That there would be somebody who was significantly more attractive. And the reason for this is due to proximity, which is, which is another thing that reason why a lot of people will get into relationships is due to just proximity alone. Also, it's due to 
once you get past physical attractiveness, you get to filter and have be stand out from other people based on a lot of other qualities that you bring to the table, whether that's uh, being able to make her laugh, whether that's um, how, how you tease and flirt with her, how much fun you have, how comfortable she is with you. A lot of those factors will factor into this. So the fact that you're afraid of the friend zone or that you keep getting friend zoned by girls is not the friend zone itself. Very big misconception. The friend zone is not a bad place. It's actually easier to date hotter girls when they are your friends. And I've, in my own life, that's what I've experienced. In my all my friends who are good with girls, that's what I've seen in their lives. With the best instructors in the world, I've seen that significantly. It's significantly easier to date hotter girls that are more attractive than and that are out of your league when they're your friends or when they're your friends first or you get to be their friends first just it's just one of those things that makes it easy it makes it significantly easier and that's how a lot of people get into relationships they they become friends with them first and then they get they get out of the relationship or they get they eventually see each other in different ways and then something happens right so this big misconception of why people avoid the friend zone is baffles me. It baffles me. It's because you don't know how to get out of the friend zone. And you also don't know how to be seen as somebody that she wants to be with. Or how to get her to grow to see that. And also, when you get on how to recognize when girls aren't going to date you, how to move on from that, right? Those are all things that you need to consider when becoming somebody with a friend first and those are all things I'm going to teach inside the program but if you're getting friend zone and you're stuck in the friend zone the biggest thing to do is to start working on yourself because yeah if you get friend zone it's to start working on yourself and start showing improvement in your life with a girl that you want to attract that she's actively placed you in the friend zone you need to show that you're making progress in your life, that you're growing, and you need to start you get start hanging out with her, start having more fun with her, get her to relax, get her to show her true personality around you. Get learn how to have just have fun like fun friendly for, for like flirting. And still and then like hang out with her. Just learn how to get connected with her on a deeper level. That's those are all things that can happen inside the friend zone. The friend zone is just a label and it's just a, a belief that you're limiting yourself that the friend zone is a bad place. That's what I wanted to teach with this specific podcast because this girl was my friend. She was a friend from my class initially and we just we kept hanging out. She became somebody that I I got to know on a like a deeper level. We got to yeah, we just became we just became friends. And then from there, I had the courage to to ask her to this event to be to be my date. I didn't have what what did I have to lose? I've already been gaining all of this momentum. I would be kicking myself. You don't meet hot girls like that very often. And I'd be kicking myself if I didn't take this opportunity. And all I did, it wasn't anything complicated. We were just hanging out one day. And then 
I just brought it up nonchalantly. I was just like, yeah, it would be fun to do something like this, right? Where we could just dance the night away, blah, blah, blah. And it was like nothing, nothing complicated. I just asked her. I just talked about it. And then she's like, wait, are you asking me to be your date? <laughs> and then I just was like, yeah. I was like, I think it, yeah, I want to be like, be my date for this thing. And she's like, okay, cool. Yeah, I think it'll be fun. Let's do it. Very simple. I didn't, I didn't overthink how I was going to ask her. I just brought it up. And then, and then just just like convinced her of the idea, and then and then and then didn't outwardly ask her yet, and then then she was like, "Wait, are you asking me?" And then I was like, "Yeah," just to test the waters. There, and she was like one of the most attractive girls that I've ever dated, ever, ever. People gave me high fives when they found out that I was, I was, she was my date. It was, she was that attractive. She, she modeled for calendars. It still, it just blows my mind of when opportunities present themselves, how, how stuck inside our heads we get. And all these beliefs that, oh, she'll never go, she'll never be attracted to me. She'll never say yes. And then we psych ourselves out from asking. The old me would have never asked her. Would have actually never thought that would have been possible. I remember one of my friends was like, whoa, you're going with her? And he was like, good job. I would never, I'd never be able to ask her. So you start to cultivate that belief that you can be that guy. You can be that bold guy. And courage is what pushes you to do it. And then you start creating a courage chain of all the beliefs that you're going to start supporting. In this case, it was the belief I was a guy that was going to take action regardless of how I felt. And whether I got rejected or not, regardless of that, I'm going to take the action because I'd rather live with knowing and putting myself out there. Because the upside is going on an amazing date with one of the most attractive girls I've ever met. And the downside is she just says no and we continue just being friends. Not that big of a deal. Sure, maybe it might like sting a little bit, but the upside to me was so much higher. And that's why I wanted to share that story with you. I ended up going back to her place. I'm laying on her I'm laying on her bed. And then I fucking fall asleep. <laughs> fall asleep because I am drunk. So nothing happened. Nothing happened. I just wanna but I was able to have an amazing date with one of the most attractive girls I've ever met in my life. Fun. I had fun with her. She was a blast. It was just an, it was just a great, great night. And I, I would have never had that experience that an attractive girl like that would give me at the time of day, that I would have the courage to even ask her out, that I would have the courage to be able to entertain her and where she would actually have fun with me that supported new beliefs and then started building my courage the courage that would be my identity and would be who 
I was and who I am today to be able to just take those leaps, those those risks in other people's eyes that are so risky. People who live in their shells because they're too scared to venture outside their comfort zone and change their lives. Do not be one of those people. Become the 1%. Become a person who's used to going outside his comfort zone. Become a guy who talks and asks out the most attractive girl, who becomes friends with most attractive girls and is okay with being friends with the most attractive girls. Because the friend zone is not a bad place. That's the other thing I want to make sure you guys got. I'm going to release... I'm going to tease out the program again. Because I'm so excited for this program. I'm so excited. Look out for the pre-release. The early bird action taker discount. I want people who take action really quickly so that you guys can learn what I learned throughout this whole 15 years. All the, all the rejections, all the pain you didn't have to go through, you get to distilled inside this program. And I'm going to make it an irresistible offer and make that first action, first, first take, first, an action taker bonus like discount, action taker discount, significantly cheap, significantly cheaper than what is going to come later and what's the early bird discount is going to be. And I'm just excited because what I learned in that moment, I want to help you cultivate. And in the upcoming stories that I'm going to be telling next, you're going to be learning how I got into my longest relationship the recovery process of my longest relationship break the breakup the aftermath of how it took me a year to feel finally ready and how I became I finally got ready to start dating again the first girl that I was wildly attracted to that met all my standards how that happened the conflict and the drama of what, why it made it so dramatic and how and why after all those years I, I ruined it and how you won't how, how you can learn from how I ruined it so you don't ruin your next relationship or your next chance with a girl that you're just that meets all of your standards from humor the time that you spend the ones where it just clicks and you have so much chemistry with and you're just you're so attracted to them physically how to not ruin it based on what how i ruined my experience and that relationship if that's what you want to call it is what caused me to go on this binge of not wanting to be on that caused me to be hurt and have pain and go on this binge of not wanting to date anybody inside my social circle ever again and wanting to figure out a way to meet attractive girls without needing them to be my friends and that's how the beginning of the podcast happened was that 
that store and it came from this specific event and I'm going to share that in the upcoming podcast I hope this story I hope this story was interesting and gives you hope especially coming from where I used to be and yeah I'm not telling any of these stories to brag this is just my story this is this is what happened with me and I want to show you possibility because when I was starting off I didn't think any of this stuff was possible any of this but I continued because I just it was either continue or die alone or settle in a relationship where I wouldn't be happy and if you're on the fence I hope these stories help motivate you whether whether you not whether you come into the program or not I hope these stories motivate you to take action thank you I appreciate you guys listening and staying and listening to this whole this whole story I know these stories are a little long they're all in like the hour hour or more segments but I wanted to tell all of them so you could see my entire journey but also teach through it I'm excited I'm just excited and I can't wait for you to hear the next stories and I can't wait to hear your story what is going to be your dating adventure I can't I want in the future for us to go somewhere hang out somewhere meet at an event you come up to me and I get to hear your story or you write me an email of your story of how I influenced you how I helped you how I helped you take action and how you're in an amazing relationship or, or how you were you were lost now you're going on dates with women that you actually like and then you get into an amazing relationship whatever whatever process I just want to hear all of it I'm excited to hear that and honestly that's what I live for that's what that's why I do this that's why I haven't completely left this because I feel like there's a lot more people that I can help and I know what it's like to feel depressed and sad and feel like not wanting to move on I know what it's like and that's part of what the story is going to be next So I appreciate you guys all. Thank you for listening. Talk to you soon. Subscribe if you haven't subscribed yet. And take care. Cheers to your new dating life. Bye. If you enjoyed the music, it was produced by Mayo. He's an upcoming artist in the Philippines. He's a friend of the company. The outro and the mid-ad is a song he produced called May 1st. Check out his SoundCloud. It's soundcloud.com slash m. A-Y-O dash H-I-P-O-N-I-A. Check him out. He's amazing. Thank you, Mayo, for all the music you provided us. Hey, what's up, guys? Jeff again. And one last thing before you go. If you enjoyed today's podcast and you got value, please leave us a great rating and comment. It helps us not only rank in the search rankings, get the word out. It also makes us feel good, to be honest when we can see that that you're enjoying our content and i love seeing the results that the content is getting people when people email me that they're getting phone numbers they're going on dates they're getting into relationships i love hearing all of that so if you could leave that in a comment as well if if our if our advice is helping with that please leave that in the in the comments if not and you're just enjoying it please leave that as well just would love to read all of that 
Also, one last thing. See, there's another last thing. Our greatest regrets are the chances we don't take. Don't live with that regret. Start taking action now and keep taking action because your life will change and not just in dating. I appreciate you guys listening. Thank you again. Cheers to your new dating life. Talk to you soon. Bye.